Next, the golden days of radio. This is Frank Brzee welcoming you to the golden days of radio. Great moments from radio programs of the past with the world's most famous personalities. Those memorable moments when everyone listened to enjoy the make-believe world of radio. On this program, we are featuring Bing Crosby, Gary Moore, Rudy Valley, Mary Livingston, Fred Allen, Gloria DeHaven, and Frank Sinatra. During the 40s, one of the big shows on radio was the Friday Night Romp with Jimmy Durante and Gary Moore. Tonight we are sans Mr. Durante, but the old groaner Bing Crosby joins Gary Moore with this story of Mr. Moore's life. Right now, here's Bing Crosby. Our next guest on Mail Call is a young man with a mission. This mission is to heckle Jimmy Durante on their radio show every week. I give you the whimsical, tongue-in-cheek, iconoclast, Gary Moore. Hello, fellas, and hi, Bing. Hi, Gary. Say, tell me. Hmm? Mind if I ask you a personal question? Not at all. What is that growing on your head there? <laughs> is that a, a mess of steel wool or something? <laughs> huh? my, my dear boy, and I use the word boy in the past tense. <laughs> the, uh... Hello. <laughs> If you will look closely, you'll see that that is my hair. I, uh... Yeah, you see, the fellow who cuts my hair is a G.I. barber who just got out of the army, and he insists that everything has to go through channels. Channels? Mm -hmm. Channels I can understand, but grooves yet. What's that? Back up, back up. <laughs> you know, I've always had trouble with my hair, Bing. You see, when I was born, my head came to a point. It uh, wasn't very much of a point, of course, but it came in very handy when my mother wanted to squeeze oranges. <laughs> And don't laugh too soon. <laughs> well, at least your childhood was full of vitamins. Oh, yes, yes. And Miss, Miss Abs, too. Miss Abs, yes. Yeah, I'll never oh, forget yes. one night I fell out of my crib head first. A drop of some four feet. Did your mother pick you up? How could she? I was stuck in the floor like a hatchet. <laughs> Very interesting, Gary. Mm -hmm. But right now I notice that your head is fairly normal. Thank you. What happened to your point? Oh, I got rid of it very suddenly. My, my mother tried everything. Massage... Meat slicking machines But nothing worked Then one day she got an inspiration She wrapped me up in a dirty sheet And sent me to the laundry And that did it No more point No You see the laundry only did flat work <laughs> Gary this, this here mail call Is dedicated to the Amphib mm -hmm. Does that strike a responsive chord In the Moore esophagus hmm? If you don't mind Bing We'll leave my sister out of this <laughs> How about doing one of your special songs In honor of the occasion All right Bing Here's a little number called If you were the only girl in the world you wouldn't be a child of Bing's. Glad to see you. Maestro? If you were the only girl in the world And I were the only boy I loved you passionately, Melba Mucklestone. Loved you, did I say, why I worshipped the very ground beneath your feet. Both acres of it. <laughs> I shall never forget, I shall never forget the night we met, my darling. It was spring and the snapdragons were snapping. The petunias were petuning. The Belgian lilies were, bel were blooming. <laughs> and there you stood, my darling. There you stood with your tray in your hand. You were a car hop at the drive-in hamburger stand. In fact, you were the head car hop. Hophead Mucklestone, they called you. <laughs> 
blind, I looked at you, darling. I looked at you with your hazel eyes, your almond skin, your chestnut hair. You were the nuts. <laughs> and as you drew closer, darling, as you drew closer, I could see your lips, oh, those lovely lips, like twin inner tubes deflated. <laughs> and darling, darling, when I smiled at you, your eyes lit up. You carried the battery in your snood. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, there's no doubt about it. You were a sight, my pigeon, to behold. To be pigeonholed. <laughs> I, I was a poor unemployed vagabond then. I had trained all my life to be a window dresser in a department store. But I quit because I was disappointed in the job. You know, those girls aren't real. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> But anyway, darling, I loved you and I spoke to you, my angel, my voice just reeking with love, emotion, and beer. <laughs> and I asked you to be mine and you said no. So I slugged you with a nibbling. It was beautiful in jail that summer. <laughs> with moss growing down the north side of the warden and honeysuckles twined round the hot seat. Oh, we could have been so happy together. But then, it happened. I was paroled and we were sitting in the park. I don't know which one of us noticed at first that faint touch of breeze in the fetid summer air, but gradually it became stronger. The trees, so long in stillness, began to bend and shake in the grip of the wind. In the far-off sky, we saw it coming like a thing alive. And then a stranger shouted, Tornado! Tornado! Run for your lives! Tornado! Tornado, my darling! Run for the building! Run! No, no! Don't stand under that tree, Melba! Melba, the tree! The tree! Ah! <laughs> If you Forces mail call programs, Rudy Valley joined Mary Livingston, Fred Allen, Gloria DeHaven, and Frank Sinatra. Here's Rudy Valley with the introduction. Now, fellows and girls, since that great American poet, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow, was born in Maine, we feel it only fitting that we should bring you some sort of poetry this evening. So we're going to bring you some sort of poetry. Here comes our poetess now, Miss Mary Livingston. gang and thank you Frank Sinatra Sinatra yes it's really a thrill meeting you Frank now just a minute Mary I'm not Frank Sinatra I'm Rudy Valley oh well I just missed by one generation <laughs> one generation I may be a little older than Sinatra but I'm in better shape than he is right now gee that's terrible you ought to see a doctor <laughs> I'll be all right now, Mary, how about that poem for the servicemen and women from the state of Maine? Okay. What's the title of it? Uh, Maine is on my brain. Yeah. <laughs> Maine is on your brain. Also Sinatra. Go ahead, read your poem. Uh, Maine is on my brain. 
There are many mains in this world so wide. Some are in the open and some are inside. So far, nothing. <laughs> Wait till I get rolling. There's the water main which sprinkles the grass and the main neath the street so filled with gas. There's a main street in every village I hear and a main on a horseway in front of the rear. I can't make head nor tails of this. Quiet. But of all the mains I love the best is the state of Maine, away out west, the end. All right, just a minute, Mary. Maine is our easternmost state. Honest, Mary, talking to you as a friend, I feel that I should tell you that your poetry is horrible. Oh, yeah? I'd like to have a nickel for every tomato you caught in your megaphone. <laughs> Grapefruit. <laughs> Nowadays, it would be called a victory garden. Well, Mary, here's someone you ought to say hello to, an old friend of Jack Benny. Who is it? Fred Allen. Old is right. Oh, Fred, look who's here. Hello, Fred. Well, Mary, this is a surprise. Where are you staying in town, Fred? Well, I couldn't get into a hotel here in Hollywood unless I wanted to hop bells. So I went to a little auto court out on Ventura Boulevard. How far out? Seattle. <laughs> It's quite a uh, little place. It's, it's quite a place. It has a slogan, every room needs a bath. Gosh, you didn't have to go that far out. You could have stayed at Jack's house in Beverly Hills. Oh, I know, but going through all that fingerprinting... <laughs> a nickel every time I want to go in and wash. <laughs> that meter on the roller towel... It's not worth it, Mary. Say, by the way, what do you hear from old easy come, hard to let go? Well, I'm waiting for Jack's first letter now, and I know he's going to be furious when he unpacks his bag. Why? Because I helped him pack, and at the last minute I had a change of heart and took back my girdle. Oh, really? Well, the Pacific is a large area. He can spread out there, I'm quite... <laughs> I hope, he, uh, I hope he took his hot water bottle. No, Carol Landis is with him. Oh, a substitute, eh? <laughs> well, everything is ersatz nowadays. <laughs> yes, and I'll knock his ersatz off if he doesn't behave. <laughs> what did you say, Mary? <laughs> but Jack did take some other things, Fred. Shirts, some pajamas, socks, and a hairbrush. A hairbrush? For what? <laughs> Carolina's. Oh. Her bag was full. Oh. <laughs> oh, I wondered about the hairbrush. I know Jack parts his hair with a tweezer. <laughs> he split it down the center, that one hairy. <laughs> but tell me, hasn't Jack made a trip to the South Pacific before? Well, he started it once years ago, but didn't quite make it. Oh, I heard about that. He got seasick, and Magellan put him off at Cape Horn. <laughs> been before my time. A little before your time, <laughs> yes, Mary. He was going with Queen Isabella in those days. <laughs> I think Columbus moved in and spoiled the whole thing. <laughs> Pardon me, I hate to break up this sparkling dialogue, but it's time now for Gloria De Haven and Frank Sinatra to lift their voices in song. If I am in the way, Mr. Valley, I shall step aside. Oh, hello, Gloria. Hiya, Mary. Gloria, uh, don't make it too obvious, but how about giving me a knockdown to the voice? Oh, sure. I'd be glad to. Mary Livingston, this is Frank Sinatra. Gee, this is a thrill. Gee, this is a thrill. Gee, this is a thrill. Gosh, this is a thrill. 
These thrills come to you through the courtesy of the Armed Forces Radio Service. <laughs> and now Gloria and Frank will sing Come Out, Come Out from their latest picture, Step Lively. Come out, come out wherever you are. Come out, come out. I know, I know you're not very far. I wish you'd hurry. If I sound too eager, my love life has been meager. Uh, so won't you be so faithful, faithful, show up gal, and be a pal. Jackson, Jackson, cause it's the final bar, so come out, come out, come out, wherever you are, so come on out there, wherever you are, so come on out there, wherever you are, so come on out there, wherever you Gloria and Frank, and now, gang, Professor Fred Allen has a little announcement to make. Well, thank you, Rudy. In honor of the state of Maine, I have whipped up a little playlet called Way, Way Down East. Oh, wonderful. Who's going to be in it, Fred? Ah, ah, ah. There are a lot of beavers in Maine, Rudy. Now, don't be such an ego one. <laughs> You're going to be in it. You're, you are playing the part of Clem Valley, a simple country yokel. And the voice will be Zeke Sinatra, also a yokel. Well, so much for the yokels. <laughs> Say, Fred, what part do I play? Mary, I have a treat for you. You're going to be my wife. That's a Dutch treat if I ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, you are going to... You, <laughs> you don't mind me cutting in with a big word occasionally. Nevertheless, you are going to be my wife, and Gloria DeHaven is going to be our daughter, Abigail. Oh, fine. With Valley and Sinatra on the show, and I gotta wind up with old Satchel Eyes. <laughs> well, it's better than the old gray goose of Waukegan. <laughs> and anyhow, we, uh, we have to be man and wife, Mary, because that's the way the playlet is written, you see. Oh, well, maybe you're a good husband on paper. 
On Kleenex, yeah. Well, let's hope, let's hope for the best. So now, now for our play, Way, Way Down East. Places, everyone, a little music, please. there, Pa? Whitlin, what you doing there, Ma? Nittlin. Yeah, yeah. What's your nittlin? Sweater for our daughter Abigail. She's growing up, you know. What's your whittlin', Pa? My thumb, Ma. <laughs> the wood's all gone. That's all you ever do. Sit around whittlin' and drink an Applejack out of that jug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know the old saying, Ma, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Well, you got enough in you now to stand off the whole Mayo Brothers Clinic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. getting tired of this. For 30 years, I've been working my fingers to the bone. And what have I got to show for it? Bony fingers. <laughs> Why are you always so pernickety, Ma? That ain't me so much. I'm worried about our daughter. You reckon she's a little touched, do you? <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. No. But we got to get her a husband. Yeah, yeah. Who is it? Who's to the door? It's me, Abigail. Oh, dag nabbit, Abigail. You don't have to knock when you come into the house. You live here. Well, I thought you and Ma might be romancing. Romancing? Young girl like you having thoughts like that? What do you know about romance? Hmm, plenty. I just come back from the beehive. Yeah, yeah. See what I told you, Pa? Yeah. First time I ever see the egg come out of the beehive, Ma. Well, told you, Pa. See what I told you, Pa? She's yeah. getting ideas. Yeah. Now, listen, Abigail. You've been running around with Clem Valley and Zeke Sinatra for ten years. Has either one of them kissed you? No, but the wood would stop her running. Well, you got to make up your mind which one's going to be your intended. Then we'll figure out when you're going to have your nuptials. Hold on there, Ma. <laughs> there ain't going to be no nuptials in this house till they're married. <laughs> and that, as the fella says, is that... Daughter? It's full, Ma. Sally, our pig, just had a litter in it. Well, that sure is a greasy dowry. Hmm, that must be Clem Valley and Zeke Sinatra. Your petticoat showing, Abigail. I can see where it says Pillsbury's best. Yeah, and take off that bustle, daughter. Bustles is old-fashioned. That ain't no bustle, Paul. That's where I backed into the beehive. Oh, well, then open the door. Open the door. That's two doors. Get them all open in here. <laughs> open the door and let... Open the door and let you... Open the transom and let you through the bed. I'll give them a good talking, too. Well, howdy, Clem. Howdy, Clem. Howdy, howdy, Zeke. Howdy, boy. Howdy, howdy, Mr. Allen. Can me and Zeke chase Abigail around the barn for a spell? Oh, let's do something that don't take no running. Now, there ain't going to be no more running around the barn. You've worn a deer path out there in the Timothy now. And listen here, Zeke Sinatra. What are your intentions towards my daughter? Well, that goes for me, too. <laughs> now, boys, don't evade the issue. You two fellas have been a-courting Abigail, and she's got to get married. Well, I'll marry if Clem will. 
I think we'd be very happy. <laughs> now, 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 boys, boys, just a minute. You fellas know very well that only one... That was my high, slow one. <laughs> you fellas know darn well that only one of you can marry Abby. Now you're talking, Pa. Come here, Zeke Sinatra, and kiss your mother-in-law. But I ain't been accepted yet. By me, you have. Now, you can start gumming him a little later, Ma. <laughs> First, I gotta test the boys to see which one is fitness to marry our daughter. Now, come, come yonder, Clem Valley. Take a swig of this here Applejack. I want to see if you're a man. Give me the jug. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll be darned. It's straightened out his hair. You're next, Sinatra. Here's the jug. Get to it. Okay. Quick! Fish him out. He'll drown in there. <laughs> Son, I'll help you out. Anyone got a piece of lint? I'll dry them off. I'll be all right, Mr. Allen. You know, this ain't proven nothing, Pa. Our daughter's got to marry someone that knows how to run a farm. Better give them the old hog calling test. Yep, the old hog calling test it'll be. The old hog auctioneer. Well, you're right, Ma. Clem Valley, you're to go first. Stick your head out of yonder window and start bellering. All right, Miss Allen. Yeah. Suey, 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 pig, 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 pig. <laughs> well, that's pretty good, Clem. You got quite a few. Uh, got a rooster in there too. Must have slipped off. <laughs> now it's a, it's a, an eagle in there. That bald one. That's an eagle. There. <laughs> Quiet, everybody. Now it's your turn, Zeke Sinatra. Uh, right you are, Mr. Allen. Uh, won't you tell me when we will meet again? Piggy, piggy, piggy. Stop it, everybody. They're coming from up another edition of the Golden Days of Radio. This is Frank Brzee in Hollywood, California, inviting you to tune in next time for more great moments from radio stars and programs of the past. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service.